Welcome to Come to Your Senses with Carlos Jaime. That's me. Welcome to the show, please. How's everybody doing? Uh, we're back on force. I got my uh, my tech guy, Jorge, filling in again for Mike. How you doing, Jorge? Good, thank you. You good? Yeah, what's the name of the Black Noise Audio? BlackNoiseAudio.com right there. That's your, that's the studio. Is it good? Is everything going good? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, just making sure. Well, we got a great show today. And uh, I, have, I, have a, I have a very, I have a, I have a fun guest, I want to say. I'm, gonna f- I'm I have fun? A, I'm, yeah. <laughs> wow, I've been deemed fun. All right. It's exciting. No one's ever called me No? Fun. No, that's not. Okay. I was about fun. to say. Right. Well, I got a fun guest right here. You have your own podcast, correct? I do. It's okay. called Too Soon. And, and will we have, let me introduce you, Stephanie Micahs? Yeah, how's it going? I wasn't sure. I should have. I love the upspeak. No, everyone mispronounces my name. Half the time I get like brought up on stage, it says Mikus. Mikus, yeah. That's how it would sound. It should sound, but it's Mikus. But when people mispronounce it, I get, I like get excited because it's my father's last name and he left. Uh So I just get very, I'm like, whatever, mispronounce my father's (laughs) name. I don't fucking care. (laughs) Wow. Uh, But yeah, it's Mikus. Okay. (laughs) So you were right. That's right. See? Yeah, well, you know, I, I kind of cheated. I, I heard it on the podcast. And oh, the you were yeah. on, so I was like, okay, that's what it yeah, is. It's yeah, it's Mike's. Thank you. It's now, nice to be here. Thank you no, for thank having you for, me. Yeah, <laughs> now that I slandered my father, let's, uh, let's oh, be nice. All right. Would you change your last name or you just want to stick it? That's the thing. My mom changed it back to her maiden name and so did my sister, but... Like, it's like, it costs like $2,000. You have to like hire a lawyer. You have oh, to like my. put an advertisement in the paper that kind of says like, I want to change my name just so uh, you're not like making aliases or something. Right. And it's like really expensive. And I'm kind of like a, I'm a heterosexual, hopeless romantic. And I figure yeah. I might get married eventually. So like, I'm just kind of hanging on <laughs> like to what's, it Yeah. Like what's now. the, what's the point? Like, you know? yeah, yeah. There's really no point. Right. But. It'd be weird if you did marry a guy with the same last, is there another, like, you, do you know, imagine if it was like I mean, a John. Please don't say that. No, no. <laughs> oh, boy. No, I want a different last name. I'm marrying okay. just for a different last name. Just for a different yeah. last name. You don't care about the guy. No, right, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, that's, you know, that's good. That's good. Jaime is a good last name. I yeah. took, I majored, I double majored in Spanish. So I saw your email and I was like, Jaime. Like I, most <laughs> yeah. people would just say Jamie. Jamie, I get that a lot. But no, I know how it's pronounced. Thank you. Jaime. Thank you. you know what? I don't even care really. How <laughs> I got to the point where I'm like, I just give up. Like, I'm like, even, yeah. even when I go to bars and I got, you know, I, I put a tap on, on there and yeah. they, they go, what's your last name? And I go, Jaime. And they're like, how do you spell that? They, they come Jamie. back and I'm like, I'm like, it's Jamie. Jamie. It's Jamie. Yeah. I'm like, all right. That's ever, you know. Cause it's it's just annoying sometimes. Like I mean, and people know somebody named Jamie with the same spelling and everything. So well, yeah, like, it's. A, I mean, in, in English, that's yeah, Jamie. Exactly. So I always, you know, when I was a kid, I always go like, man, that'd be cool if I did marry a girl and with, and change <laughs> your name. You have that? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that. But like, imagine if her name was Jamie. I would be Jamie, like Jamie. Jamie. Well, I would definitely be like. Stay with your maiden name or something yeah. if you want to do that. I don't care because that's kind of goofy, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I yeah. do know what you mean. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, well, you get your own podcast, Too Soon Podcast. I right? do have my yes. own podcast. I We launched the network launch, Westcast launch in September. Mm-hmm. So I have like 23 episodes under my belt, which wow. isn't a lot. But yeah, it's really good. I interview comedians, mostly writers, mm-hmm. uh, any kind of performer, and talk about their line the line between comedy and tragedy mm. like some you know when is it too soon like is there anything such as too soon humor and they talk about their life and their work and their career and right. also just like the human condition of like bad shit happening oh, like yeah. some people have like doozies like my last guest that i just interviewed is having a double mastectomy preventatively wow. as like a 25 year old and she's a comedian 
Mm-hmm. And I met her on a TV show and I wanted her to talk about it. Yeah. But then like next week after that, I have like Hampton Yunt just come on and talk about just in general, yeah. like his attitude about like why he started comedy and because it like he needed it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like it's a mix. It's not all like the heaviest shit right. in the world. Yeah. But so, I mean, it's not it's <laughs> not like, like t- it's not like a podcast where we like get high and like make jokes in a car. Like it's, right. it's a little bit serious. Uh, but we good. try to be funny. I mean, it's always comedian. So they're right. always my guests are always like super entertaining. So. But, you know, I think it was, you know, it's kind of weird because, you know, growing up, I didn't. I mean, I didn't really deal with the, like a lot of people, uh, like necessarily like dying. Like I didn't really go to a lot of like with going to funerals or going like mm-hmm. to me, my understanding was like, okay, if someone passes away, that's like a very somber, like very sad moment. Mm-hmm. And, but then later on, like, I think when I was like a teenager, I went to a, a wake or something and people were kind of cracking jokes in a way. And I... Was it like a wake wake? Like an iron drinking kind of... Um, no, it was... A, uh, I guess it was like... Viewing? Just, like a viewing? Yeah, or something. And people were talking about the person and they were talking about, you know, funny anecdotes yeah. and stories. And I just was like, what's going on? Like, I would, I was assuming, you know, people were just going to be like, this is horrible. You know, this person was a great person. They had to pass away, you know, or something. Yeah. And, but I've gone through many of those now that it's like, I, I think when someone does pass away, it is, you know, it's good to like a good therapy, I guess, you know, very therapeutic to talk about them that, you know, they, they, those great, those fun moments that you had with that person instead of being really like, you know, depressed about it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I think there's different gradations of mm-hmm. grief and stuff. Like, I mean, my, my, like my grandfather passed away a couple of years ago and he like raised me and stuff. And like mm-hmm. my immediate family, we were just like bawling hysterically. The, right. Like for a week, I was just like, I thought the world was going to end. Mm-hmm. But then like we have, we had periods where we were also just like sitting around the coffee table looking right. at pictures. And then I would just start bawling again. But by right. the funeral, you know, like I was able enough to put myself together enough to like entertain and like thank people for coming, right. you know, but then like I probably went back to crying. crying. So like you have yeah. different scales of like what, there's like, there really is a process to grief. Oh yeah. Like a, I don't know. I mean, I, my, the guy I was dating passed away in June and that's why I kind of mm-hmm. like started the podcast mm-hmm. and with the idea. Cause I went, like I went through that in a very real way. Like right. there's just like, Nope, didn't happen. There's like the anger there. You do yeah, the whole, you, go, you do the whole thing. Uh-huh. Whoever wrote that textbook, that doctor that, that figured all <laughs> no, that stuff stay, out, they knew, what, they knew what they were talking about. Oh, yeah, I think they they're studied. right. I think yeah. they're right on with that. Oh, they saw a lot of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I mean, but it is cool. I, I I do feel like with comedians, especially with them, they you know, especially with a lot of people, if they dealt with a lot of you know problems and issues growing up, we have they, more stuff than the average person, right? Generally. It's it's a it's but you know it builds character in a way. It's like you know if I could deal with this, I mean you know yeah, it's it's more so than any the average person maybe would, would deal yeah. with it or so. You know? I mean, it does build character. Yeah, and I think it's it's great material, you know, great <laughs> right? for a comedian. You're like, all right, I get to build off this. I think there also comes a certain point where, like, we've had enough. We have, like, enough character. Yeah. yeah. Like, right now, I have, like, way more than enough character. Uh-huh. I don't need more bad things. Like, I can't. I'm like, it's almost reversing its effect. Like now, every time something bad happens, it kind of, it doesn't affect me positively. Like I'm like, okay, enough universe. Like right. I can't, I can't handle anymore. Like this is actually making me a bitter, surly person. Right. Like it's a little too much at some point. Right. I think well, that's, cause <laughs> I mean, that's the mind of like an artistic depressive is. Yeah. I know. Like that's a lot. Like a I want to, yeah. Like I want to live, like I'm looking <laughs> at everybody through a window at the window going like, wow, they look happy, you know, walking around. I'm like, what, what am I doing? Like, yeah. why, what's happening to me? You know, 
And yeah, I get that. You know, I've, uh, I myself, I personally, I, you know, I've, I've been at therapy and everything. I'm not saying like I've dealt with a lot, but yeah, I think everybody, um, you know, deal with some type of depression to do, you know, with, uh, with uh, self doubt and everything. And it's yeah. always good. Uh, uh, because I remember like I, I, for years, I did this group, like I called it the breakfast club. Yeah. Because it was like a therapy group, you know, because my thing when they, people said like, you should go to therapy. Mm-hmm. I thought like, yeah, I get on a couch and talk to somebody across the table, you know, desk and yeah. start talking. They said like, no, we have this group therapy and, and uh, you go in the mornings and, you know, all walks of life, you know, go in there and you talk about your problems, you know, with one another and you help each other in the way, you know. Yeah. And it was one of those things where I did that for many years and it really, oh, wow. it really helped, you know, I really, it was one of those things where... The epiphany was like, oh, I'm not the only one with problems. Like everybody else has these, you know, problems mm-hmm. too. It's like, oh, okay. Like, see, I had the opposite thing. So uh-huh. I paid for private therapy for years uh-huh. back in Philly, and I I loved it. Like it helped me deal with. I did cognitive behavioral therapy. It helped me deal with so many like mm-hmm. intense things, and I learned so many skills. And then like a couple years in, she was like, you you've like graduated. You can do group therapy. Right. And I tried it and I went for a couple of weeks uh-huh. and I just, I met with her privately and was like, I can't do this. I can't handle these people complaining <laughs> uh-huh. about this stuff. I think what they're complaining about is stupid. Uh-huh. And I had the same experience when I got sober and I went to NA meetings, I would mm. just be like, is this really what this adult man is going to spend his five minutes sharing, complaining about? Like uh-huh. I can't. And I just, ha- it made me hate those people. Right. And I, really? could- wow. I know. And I feel so bad and I couldn't <laughs> handle it. And I stopped going cause I alienated me. Mm-hmm. Groups alienate me from people right. because I'm just like really like, wow. and I know that's bad. I'm no, 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 that's it. fine because you know what I had, I had there was there was people. It was funny because like you know we were doing it for years consistently. Like that's, for I mean week. that's pro- that is good for the human right and, like, spirit. It, and but we had people come in. And I'm pretty sure they had that same. Yeah, that was me. That yeah, was yeah, me. That I was, was in your <laughs> breakfast club group. That was me. It's like, what's my going hair on? was different, what, but it was me. What's the deal? It's definitely all right, <laughs> you know. But it was. It got to the point though that the the girl, uh, the girl, uh, the, the woman that it was, was uh, me. It was me. Okay, <laughs> we've been through this. <laughs> no, no. But the woman who was like uh, in charge of you know the whole thing. Yeah. Um, she would always like she would get somebody you know like she would get like a reference and somebody new would come into our mm-hmm. group. But the thing is, we would we were there for like so long with mm-hmm. all each other that it was really like I didn't want to be a dick and be like, no, I think we're fine <laughs> together as yeah. a group. You know, I would be like, no, we let's get somebody because they you know help me out. It could probably help yeah. them out. And it sometimes it would get to like you know they would have their issues, talk about their issues, and if they weren't there that Thursday morning, mm-hmm. then some of us would be like, you know what? We might have a problem with this oh, person. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and that's where I was like, I felt, and I didn't feel like, I just felt like they were not in that state of mind yet. Yeah. Like, you know, to them it was like, yeah, I, I, maybe they have to work things on their own. Maybe they feel that, yeah, we might be complaining about mundane things yeah. or something. And I, I to me, you know, it was it was a it was always a weird transition. It was always a weird yeah. thing where someone someone new might be entering the Breakfast Club, and we're like, I don't know, you know, we're we're a cohesive unit right now, and it's like, yeah, uh, we're helping each other out. I don't know if this person might. And, and it, was and, Molly Ringwald in your? Yeah, group? she was there. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, and sense. Anthony Michael Hall made yeah. a number of appearances. Uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. tried to get in. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it was one of those things where it, it helped out. 
but it, it's yeah. it, it's a way you know with therapy and everything yeah you know and i'm sorry you know what i'm, I'm sorry i hope i hope life and the universe gets their act together with <laughs> right now okay thank you all right jorge can you do that for her okay I'll thank you okay, okay. <laughs> thank you very much and I, you, Okay. And and so, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, you've been doing. Uh, um, I've been writing. I uh -huh. came out to LA to write, so I've okay. been writing for like four or five years. Oh really? Um, okay. Yeah, but I have only been doing stand up for oh. like. This is my first year of stand up. Really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't do stand up before I moved to LA. I I started Twitter like back in Philadelphia. Right. I started. I was writing sketches and I was like writing scripts and stuff and. Um, and then I started Twitter and then I kind of like got good at Twitter and I right. kind of got like a good response and I would start writing like one liner. And then I just started like getting popularity and I got like, a, you know, I'm up to like 5,000 followers. I just right. started like really caring about Twitter. And like maybe a year ago, someone was like, oh, do you want to just do like a show? Uh -huh. And they booked me for a stand up show. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't, sure. Right. And I just. I, I did. I wrote an like an 11 minute set and I did a set of wow. stand up. Uh -huh. And then I was like, okay, I'll, I'll do it and then I'll see if I like it. And I, I liked it enough to start miking. Oh, cool. So I started miking and, uh, but I really, I came out here to like Just write, write, to write right. mostly. Yeah. But to com to write comedy. So like I submit packets to late night shows and oh, I cool. do like monologue exercises where I try to like write a bunch of news jokes every day. And okay. Yeah, and I'm working on a pilot. So, oh, cool. Yeah. What's that? Is a uh, can you talk about it or is it under wraps? Or I mean, I'm writing. No, I'm just like writing an original pilot. It's oh, okay. like a comedy drama about a main character that has like a lot of weird issues, and it's okay. you like looking into his world. Mm -hmm. But that's cool. Because yeah. I mean, and, and so I mean, were you you must have been really nervous, pretty much. I would imagine like doing the stand up. Um, I mean, I never, I never done stand. Like, I know a ton. Oh of Oh my god, my yeah. okay. So, yeah, I'm just so it's so weird to talk about because I'm so used to just like pretending that I am not nervous or that I like love it or that I want to do it because right. everyone I know is like maybe like five, ten years in. Yeah. Like, I just everyone I've dated or everyone I know is so far into comedy that it's uh -huh. like so terrifying. But yeah, so June, June, my boyfriend passed away, and I I'm started. Sorry, wow. It's okay. I mean, it's okay. Uh -huh. Like, um, he passed away really suddenly, like he drowned and it was like, it was a really shitty thing and he was friends uh -huh. with all my friends and it was terrible, but I was already, you know, doing the Twitter thing every day. And so I just started writing jokes about it. Okay. Like I just totally was like, well, okay. Right. I write jokes all day. <laughs> and it was like, even though most people are like, it's not important. It it was important to me. Twitter like is important. Right. I, like people use it as like a tool and I was using it as a tool and it was helping me do things and learn things and meet people. Mm -hmm. And so I just started writing like dead boyfriend jokes like wow. immediately. Really? And I wrote so many of them for uh -huh. so long. Um, and my friend, another comedian, Brock Wilbur uh -huh. was like, I think I think you wanted to do stand up before. I like your jokes were good before. I don't know what your set was going to be before. And like my late boyfriend had like pushed me to try to like oh, do really? mics and stuff uh -huh. and I was all like everyone knew I really wanted to cuz I would go to shows. I spent the last year and a half in LA going to a show like every night. Like really? before I did stand up, I would just I would always be at a show and I was like really immersing mm. myself in like stand up. And someone was like, "You clearly like want to do it. You're not like a normal person. Like you if you want to do it, you should at least try it." Right. The only reason I wasn't trying it is cuz I was terrified yeah like i i want i wanted i wanted to be good at it and i wanted to do something and i respected it so much that i like wanted to put the time in but i was just like i'm too late like i can't yeah um and i was like okay sure like uh yeah and so they booked me on the show and then 
I was like, what am I, I can't talk about like normal stuff. Like it would, I can't do a set about like dating or I just can't. And I was at a show with my friend Brock and I was like, I just can't, I have to cancel. I'm so sorry. I can't do it. And I was like, I understand, but like, I think you should just do, Uh just do a set about your dead boyfriend. And I was like, fucking, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Like I'm not Tignataro. I can't just, I'm not, no one cares what I have to say Uh yet. So I can't just like say this stuff. And he was like, I think you can. And I did. I wrote a set. Wow. All dead boyfriend jokes. Wow. And I eleven int- minutes like of just It was uh, so it art. was like so it ended up being a show called the Tell and Show Show, which we got a twelve minute set and uh-huh. I did six minutes and then I introduced my like show, which is the person I was bringing. Oh, so like, some right, people right. like bring a guest and then they have the guest do something with them. But I just brought my friend Emily Faye because mm-hmm. she was new to stand up and I wanted her to do a set too. Oh. So it ended up being like a seven minute set and it was all I like prefaced it by like explaining the thing and they'd be like so welcome to like the most uncomfortable set ever and it was like recorded for a podcast oh, it's, no. all, it's like on itunes wow. it's like ridiculous i gotta check but, it out no please don't no. But, like, <laughs> it's like all dead boyfriend jokes some are one-liners and some are just like stories but it's yeah give, and give me was, one give me like what's uh, do you remember like i mean was it something um so I, yeah so i like do one of them is like talking about like how you know People, you know, they're always asking me, like, do I, do I miss him? Like, you know, do I think about him all the time? And uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, like my, I mean, I think about him all the time. Like my biggest fantasy is I'm like lying in bed and we're just like spooning and mm. I'm the big spoon because it's my fantasy. <laughs> right. And, you know, I just, I miss him so much. And I, I just, you know, if I could say one more thing to him, like, what would I tell him? You know, I just uh-huh. like miss him so much. And so in my fantasy, I like hold him really tight and I like pull myself up to his ear and I just whisper, you still owe me two hundred dollars for a vacation. Because <laughs> oh, like nice. I prefaced it by we right. like went away to we just had gone away to San Diego and That's stuff. Funny. And he does yeah. he owes me money and uh-huh. I'm never gonna get it back and it's terrible. So yeah, so it's it was kind of like weird stuff like that where people right. were like, holy crap! But it was my pain and I was like, fuck! Like no one else it's, was gonna be offended. No one knew him and I was yeah, still depressed. Right. So I was like, this isn't like nah, I can do this. Like right. and then I. So that happened, but it was like, it was a terrifying experience. I had my friend Emily there and like, I probably brought like 10 of my friends that came and sat, Uh but it happened to be a weird edition of the tell and show show where the first act was doing, uh, 12 one minute podcasts with three guests each. Uh And it was like, it was a really, it was a big, I forget his name, but it was like a big guy in alt comedy. So he literally brought all of alt comedy. Oh, like it was like boy. Dave Ross, Jake Wiseman, Matt Engelbertson, like every single person, Chase Bernstein, like literally like Jackie Cation was there. Like every of the person, who's who Bobby of the whole, Oliver, right. every person you could imagine was just fucking there. And uh-huh. we were like, goddamn terrified. Cause they were all just standing outside before the show, like 40 of them. And wow. I was just like pacing. We were talking, making plans to like move to Colorado and just leave. Like I was <laughs> like, like right there. I can't wow. do this. Oh wow! Because it was like my, literally my first time. I hadn't mic'd the set at all because I was like, you can't. That's not something you can like to yeah. try to like work out. And I was like, I. And the only thing, I mean, I had confidence in my writing. I just, you know, I wasn't a performer yet. But I, I fucking did it, and it was terrifying. Right, and it was—I mean, it was seriously so terrifying. But what? Uh, but what the crowd? How the crowd uh, responds? I mean, it was like, like wow, they're really they, people. I mean, people were laughing. It yeah. was I mean, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I like crickets. It wasn't like no, no, no. Uh-huh. People, people were like, I think I like. I don't know if they were laughing because they were like, oh, we're going to laugh for her because that'd be really sad if we didn't. But I think they genuinely thought it was funny. Funny, right. No, Um, but that joke was great. I've never done a dead boyfriend joke since. 
Really? Uh, that's in, it. No, no, no. I don't. I don't that's like. It. I don't do it. I mean, I've done. I've done a couple other shows. Like I did like Unnecessary Evil at Westside, mm-hmm. like a Friday night, like ten minutes, and like I, right. I've done a couple other shows, and I go to Mike's a lot, like a couple uh-huh. a week at least. But I've never all my, no, all my stuff's like different normal stuff. Like I don't reference it. No, no. On stage. Like, I don't... That was it. Like, I'm not going to make that a thing that I talk about. All right. Well, that's... That's, you know... Yeah. You know, that's... I admire that. Because, you know... it's one of those things where I think a lot of... Uh, I, I For me, I never did stand-up. And it's one of those things where I'm like, oh, man, if I... I respect guys like George Carlin and Louis C.K. I mean, not necessarily because it's, it's, they're, they're incredibly uh, funny. Yeah. But the fact that they could just do something, work something out, you know, write it, and then say, like, you know what? I'm never going to do that thing. I don't need to, oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and I don't know if it's something where you... But I, I would... I For me, it's like... Yeah, like I, I wouldn't want to be like known as like, oh, that's the girl that always makes a joke. Yeah, you know? and I already feel like some people think I was just from Twitter because uh-huh. even if I reference it still. But yeah, I won't do it. I won't do it on stage because I'm already having a hard enough time doing comedy. Like it's hard to oh, start in LA and it's yeah. hard because I'm not, it's not that I'm not committed to stand up. It's just that I, I don't know if it's like good for me and it, I, I like I'm not. Some certain people ha- in alt comedy have, are set in their ways of like you have to mic three times a night for right. five years and then you'll get good enough to be on the show uh-huh. and and it's like I don't know what I'm trying to get out of it like am I trying to work stuff out for myself am I trying to entertain other people because when you're doing it at a mic you're not like entertaining other people it's like all comics comics right and they're all male comics and it's it's a weird process of like. If I get booked on a show, I'll do it because I write the stuff knowing like my goal is to entertain people. But some people think you shouldn't be able to do that if you haven't like put the work in Mm -hmm. of miking. Like that's their act of putting your dues in is like miking. Mm -hmm. And for me, like I'm like, no, it could just be writing. Like I'm writing. I'm working hard. (laughs) And it's it's like a weird dynamic where there's like some alienation from stand up. Uh, You know, I get it because, yeah, like, I mean, you know. It's a craft. It's one of those things where people, they, you know, they have their own ways. They've been doing it for, you know, so many years. Yeah. And that's, it's, uh, for me, I, you know, when I, I, I mean, I haven't seen a stand-up show. I mean, I do improv, you know, or so. Yeah. So when I, when I do an improv show, it's, it's, it's always fun. I, I always find having more fun to practice sometimes because when I do a show, the majority of the people that are in the audience are going to be our fellow improvisers yeah. or other people there. So Every now and then I'll have a, you know, perform in front of like a, an, an audience that never really seen improv or maybe mm-hmm. once in a while. And that's always refreshing. You hear that roar of the audience and you're like, yeah. oh, wow, like this is really fun. Um, but I feel like sometimes with, with stand-up, like I don't see stand-up, but I always enjoy the the ones that are always, I mean, I guess you could say alternative, but the ones that are a little bit different or something or maybe a different take on some points of view yeah. or, or somebody that's not necessarily... The same typical thing. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a comedian. I'm going to talk about you know dating. I'm going to talk about you know my family. It's like no, they're going to talk about something maybe else. You know, yeah. it's like, and and I always find that more refreshing or so, or somebody who just goes and does crowd work for the whole time. Like yeah. I'm like wow, like that that was fun because like all the other comedians did kind of basic stand up like but yeah. that guy stuck out with me like that really like when the first time I saw Rory Scovel oh my god I love him you know it was down he just the like, yeah he's insane sometimes he'll just do a whole set in a German accent or right. he'll turn the lights out or he'll did yeah. you see what he did on Conan with like the piano and like he's just he's he did it I, the, yeah like he's I very idolize that man yeah and um I, I saw him down the street there was a club and and um it was a bar and it was like a free show. And I just, I didn't even know who he was, but he came up there, did the funniest crowd work I've ever seen in my life. Like he's fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. 
And I even got him at the time I was doing a different podcast and I even told my friend, I said, man, this guy is fucking amazing. Like we yeah. got to get him on, you know, or something, you know, and he got on and it was really fun. Like he's a, yeah, he does a German accent. He did one thing in Conan so where with him and another guy, they, they booked oh, the double yeah, yeah, booked yeah, 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 and they yeah, turned yeah. doing their whole oh, set. God, it's like, oh, that's genius. genius. Yeah. yeah it's like, genius. it's such a fun. Have you ever seen Kate Berlant perform? No, I don't think I'm she's really a, she's from New York. She if you don't see stand up, you probably haven't. But she's yeah. fantastic. Her watching her stand up is like transcendent. Like she's not even it's not even stand up like it is. But she's just like a character. And, oh, it's like you should watch it. She's, it yeah, and she's insane. And that's what I think. I think it appeals to to me because like I I sometimes wonder going like like there's like an improviser named Andy Daly. I don't know if you ever know about him or so. Yeah, yeah. And. He's mostly known for improvising, you know, with UCB and everything yeah. else and, and doing character actor. And he was, he would do stand up, but it wasn't, you know, like stand up. Like he would do just characters all the way through. And it was just amazing. Like there was fun, yeah. you know, characters all the way through. And I'm like, that's kind of refreshing. I wish that more stand ups sometimes would kind of spread out, maybe open themselves a little bit yeah. more and start doing that, you know? When I first moved to LA, every, I lived right in Franklin Village and every Sunday I would stand in line for the free ass cat. Oh, wow. And I would just, I, cause I would die, like even the monologuist was just fantastic yeah, for me, yeah. but then watching the string of people that were on the ass cat perform, right. it was always like the best people. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it was Matt Besser and Best. Matt Walsh always right. did it. And it was just so good. And I would just, every Sunday I would be there. And it's a free show. And like, it's a free show. It's yeah. awesome. It's like, so like, <laughs> but that's the thing, you know, I, 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 they do it here. And it's so like, kind of, when I first started here, it was so underground in a way. It was so like kind of guerrilla style where it's like, wow, this is a free show. Like I can just walk in and yeah. just like see the show. And it's, it's, it's fun. It's sounded like, uh, and I, you know, and I think it's, you know, I admire you when you're doing like the stand up and going out there and the whole thing. Cause I wish, you know, I, I mean, I got the balls, you know, hopefully <laughs> this year I have some balls or something to try something like that. Yeah. But like, I get it. It's a hard, you know, with the writing and the comedy and everything else. It, it's a struggle at times, you know? Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's to be in your first year of yeah. stand up and then have that be like a ticking time clock where people are like, you started. Right. And I'm like, no, I, all my other stuff was like more private or like right. on my own timetable and mm -hmm. it wasn't like practicing yeah. i don't know it's like a weird thing where i'm not sure what's good for me i have a list of things like i want to do this year and i'm gonna do them all okay and like remaining somewhat in stand-up is like on that but mm -hmm. some people find that like bad that it's not just like be committed to stand-up I, I say do whatever works for yeah. you because I, I have to work on that because you know what I uh, there's a there's a I always go by like Richard Jenny I don't know if you ever heard of him but I he was know. a stand up incredible great stand up and he had done it for years but um, you know unfortunately he he committed suicide and it's it's one of those things where it's like I don't know what is in that mindset but here's somebody who's very successful like pretty much top notch stand up comedian yeah. Um, the whole thing, you know, did specials, did all these, you know, thing. and I don't know, like, I, I mean, I, I always feel like when maybe, I mean, did he think of other people that he did stand up with going to years and saying their success and maybe he's like, yeah. what about me? Like, how come I didn't get a shot or maybe yeah. like, I don't know, but no, it just seems, yeah, but it just seems it. to me that, <laughs> that it's like sad. And I always feel like, like. That's a that's the thing. Like I, I would, you know, I don't know if he saw his career and said like I don't know what else wow. to do or whatever. But um, I would do your own thing or whatever works yeah. for you and go from there because yeah. you never know. I mean, it's some people could be you know different and all of a sudden, boom, you're not sound alive. You know, <laughs> like it, it happens. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, 
Oh man, I could talk for hours like that. I'll tell you that much, man. You know this show is. You know we have a sponsor right here. Uh, yeah, we have, we have a, a sponsor. Yeah. Uh, Does that mean I get free shit? No, no, oh, no. I okay. thought that's what a sponsor was. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know, we're sponsored by Cinnabon Vodka. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I was like, well, I'm sober actually. Oh but, really? Have yeah. you? But you, you know, you know what? Reading, I saw this is, I saw this in AV Club. Um, you know, AV Club is. It's a website. Yes. They, they, yeah. Yeah. And they do this thing, everything called taste tests, and mm-hmm. it's always like, like the weirdest fucking food that you would, you would be like, why the hell is this even around? Okay. And they had Cinnabon vodka, like the actual, and then cookie dough vodka. Mm-hmm. And strawberry shortcake. Well, fuck. you know those girls that are just <laughs> out like, of the clubs taking shots. I know. They need, uh, and, uh, they need their alcohol to taste like the food they can't eat. Is that what it is? Yeah. Wow, that's scary. I've, yeah, and what well, they're going to throw it up eventually. I mean, it's at night. Well, you know, obviously. obviously. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Wow. Of course they are. I mean, you're sober? You've been how long? I am. Uh, two years. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll say that. Very good. Thanks. Very yeah. good. It's a necessity. In my really? Life. Yeah. I yeah. can imagine. Yeah. I, I can't. Imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't good at not being sober. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I. I mean, I have a problem with addiction. I was. Addi- I was over the top bad with everything. I with had. every. Was it like all? Was it like drugs alcohol? And, oh wow. Uh, yeah. It was mostly drugs. Okay. I quit them both though. That's mostly good. Mostly drugs. Yeah. What was the moment that you just said like I? You know I can't do this. I got to change. Um, two like two years ago last two two Thanksgiving three well, whatever. The amount of time ago, <laughs> it was around two Thanksgiving. It was. Okay. It was the twenty first of November. But uh, uh-huh. I was like, I have Crohn's disease, so I have, uh-huh. I had a bunch of surgeries, and I was like a nine months off of a really bad surgery and stuff, where I was like, I had been living with my mom because I'd been in a coma, and I just, Re- oh my god, yeah, and wow. I was like, I had lost a lot of weight, and I was really weak and stuff, but I had finally moved back to the city. I lived in Philly, and I had moved back, and I was just like, I was healthy enough to nanny from like nine to five. And then I just like come home and I just, I was so sick and I was taking all my pills, but Uh I was, I was taking like four prescriptions worth of pills every month. Like, you know, I was like taking 30 pills a day. Like I wasn't just like on my pain pills. I was abusing drugs, like locking myself in my room and doing it. And then, and I, then I'd be fine and I'd go to work and I would just keep doing it. And I was, but I was so sick. Like I was just wasting away from Crohn's and the surgery and not, not having, I just couldn't get better because when you're working, you can't go to enough appointments. And I literally needed to like drop my life and go to like, go to like, um, Cleveland clinic with my mom. Like I needed a rehaul. And I asked her, I was like, I know I'm like 24, but can I like, can I just quit my job and like move home? Like I Uh I can't do this anymore. And I, you know, she kind of always knew my history with Crohn's and drugs and Mm -hmm. my life being kind of shitty and always needing to take some anyway. And it just being like a weird thing. Um, but I didn't know she knew exactly what was going on. And she uh, was like, yeah, you can move home um, if you stop using drugs. Wow, and right. I was like, I got to move home. <laughs> so I like packed all my stuff and I like figured out a way to like detox. And then I like started going to like a weird hypnotherapy thing and like an outpatient thing. And I like, deto- really? I, yeah, because I was like addicted to opiates. Wow. Like I was like shaking, you know, like I so I figured that out. And then I stayed home for like a month. Then I got back on my feet, and then and ever since that, you have not. I mean, it, I mean, but I can imagine it's like a daily, you know, you know, because I mean, you go to those clubs, you know. I can imagine, like, you know, because you don't drink at all, right? Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, so I mean, is there always like a temptation or something, or is it just like something like you're just like? 
Well, I uh, never, so I never considered, I mean, I'm not an alcoholic. Like right. I've never considered myself, I've never had an alcohol problem. Like I stopped uh-huh. drinking in college because I was like, this is stupid. Right. Like, I, cause I was like, there's too many drugs to do. Like that's literally <laughs> what happened. That's how it works. But like, I, so I, I don't have an addiction to that, but like, it's part of my decision to be sober is to like not drink because like, who knows? Like maybe if I was using mm-hmm. drugs to make me feel better, like now that I can't, I could, right. I could easily replace it. And that's the theory behind like any program you do. Right. And so I just was like, you know what? It's safer. And, uh, every like six months or so I like reevaluated, like, do I want to just be able to socially drink and like keep my addiction to myself and just tell people uh-huh. just have a drink and just be more normal. Stop branding myself. Right. Like, just stay away from drugs and just, and then like every six months I like evaluate, like, do I want to or not? And you know, I'm just like, no, I think I'm okay. And now it's just, you know, something that I'm like pretty, like I'm, it's just good. I'm not, but the drug thing, like, yeah, that's a hard thing. I'll always have that weird depressive pain in me Mm -hmm. that thinks that it's a better idea to just use drugs. Right. Um, like even today I like read something that, um, Russell Brand wrote and I like retweeted it because Uh I was like, you, that just makes so much sense. Like he's 10 years sober and he like has fantasies about doing drugs right. and you see the you that's doing drugs and you get so mad at them. Cause you're like, fuck you like that. And it's not cause you're like, you ruined my life. It's like, Oh, look what you have. I want that so badly. <laughs> right. Like you romanticize it. You, mm-hmm. you remember what it's like to think that nothing in the world is more important than drugs. Right. And you just remember how great that was to fuck everything and just, well, I, yeah, hi. yeah, I, it's funny cause I knew somebody that was a gambling addict, like hardcore gambling addict and, you know, sports and everything. And it's like, I mean, they just can't see sports or, or anything like that. It took them a long wow, time. That's a hard, that's a hard thing. Yeah, it took them a long time because it was one of those things where it's not even like you didn't visually like for them, I think it wasn't even like watching sports as like just being a fun thing going like, Oh, okay. This is cool. Like a competition. It was like. Um, it's like, you know, when you see the Super Bowl, it's like the coin toss, you know, what's the odds of that being heads and, you know, the scamble on that, or like, is it going to be, um, you know, um, is the number that whoever wins, is it going to be even or odd? Is it going to be like 37, yeah. you know, like a seven or six, you know what I mean? So, like it, it, it like took the fun completely away from just oh, whatever God. would you consider sports. Yeah. And it was just so like... Like, yeah, like I'm not going to pay for grocery and, and gas for my kids or whatever. I'm going to go to like whatever. And, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's a weird, yeah. it's a weird brain. It's scary. It's like, yeah. and I, you know, I, I'm such, see for me, I am so like, like, I, I just can't, like, even when I go to Vegas, I'm so like, there's gambling in my like family. And I'm like, I don't even know if this is hereditary or just like, I remember going to Vegas and I've never even gone to a table in Vegas and like put money. I think maybe I did like a couple slots and I remember winning 10 bucks and being like, all right, I'm done. That's it. I'm, yeah. I'm fucking I'm cashing out, you know? Yeah. Because, I've never been to Vegas intentionally because uh-huh. I, I like don't think, I don't think adding anything that some people also are addicted to is right. a good idea. So yeah. anything that anyone's addicted to, I'm just going to like not ever do that. Like even <laughs> yeah. smoke, like I'm just, I, I don't know how my brain works and I have enough problems and yeah. I'm not going to try to become addicted to weird new things. Right. Like even like good things like juicing. Like I'm just, no, I think I could be a dick person that got addicted to literally like orange juice. Like right. I'm fine. Like well, I just, yeah. See, I, I get, I just get nervous when I see something on like Netflix, like when it's, you know, like when there's like a TV show or like, like Breaking Bad. I'm yeah. like, I do, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, can I call out sick for yeah. work? Is no, that going to be a it. problem? I you woke know? up today. I was, I was going, I was 
using the bathroom and I looked at my phone and it was like 11, it was 1030. And in my head, my thought process was like, oh, it's 1030. That's almost noon. That's almost five o'clock. I almost am at work. Like, <laughs> what is the point of my day? Like, I can't relax. I still have a prescription to pick up. Like wow. my day's shot. Like my mind is so fucked up. Yeah. Like, it's, oh man. No, I've, I've, I've been there. I'd be like, oh, forget it. No, yeah. not gonna. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> like my, my brain was sometimes where I haven't, will go like in eight different directions. And I'm like, I don't know what to pick. Yeah. Well, but you know, but you, I mean, you have friends, you have a so, you know, social life, right? I, I mean, do. you do have one. <laughs> You're not <laughs> stuck in a closet. I'm sorry. I don't know. No, no, no. I, I mean, my tendency when I get depressed is to isolate from my friends, but uh -huh. I have very close friends okay. and I have family. And right. Yeah. Cause God like, knows I date. Oh, really? Oh, have, <laughs> have you been on, I mean, since your boyfriend, you know, uh, passed away, oh, have yeah. you, have you, so have you been on multiple dates and, and had relationships afterwards? Or? I, I hastily got into an, a relationship relationship, uh. Oh, uh, like a boyfriend, girlfriend. He was a comic. I hastily did that where it was like, okay, we're dating, dating and, uh -huh. you know, and we were like in a relationship and that ended poorly. Really? Uh, and then, but it was okay. Cause I was like. He, I was like, oh, I guess I maybe wasn't ready. And then I, I dated a couple. I like saw, I like casually saw a couple other people. Uh huh. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I date a lot. Well, well, you know what? It's it's you know I don't I date. Like, so you're, like you're, you're dating for me. I'll say I that. I like yeah. the men. You like the men. I you do like, like the guys. The men. I do. Have you always liked the? I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like, as a like, were you like growing up? You it was always like dating. Oh like, God, no. no really? Uh, oh my God. Well, I was. I had Crohn's, so I was like very sickly. Okay. Like I had like a like a tube coming out of my nose in school. Like I was the pale. Oh like, okay. Sh yeah, and then. I was really religious too until college. Like I was a virgin wow. until I was like 20 because I was saving myself for Jesus. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so no, I didn't date because nobody wanted to for a while. And then uh -huh. after that, even when I started to, I like hit puberty in like literally college. And then once I started to maybe like want to date, then mm. like, then I was like, no, I'm so yeah, no, there was no dating <laughs> until no dating. like, until like the last year of college. Wow. So, so, you were shut after, out so then, then after then after that, then I started dating a lot. Wow. And all, is it all, do you have a specific type or no? Uh, apparently my type is short. Uh-huh. Apparently I date all guys that are like, uh, like, f like just under six feet, which someone pointed out to me. I like, like <laughs> dark hair. Okay. I'm, atta I'm attracted to like, I'm not attracted to like looks though. That's the thing. I'm attracted to like, ta like talent and like right. drive and uh -huh. stuff. I'd, so I've dated a lot of comedians and writers, but that's just like by default. That's like what's in front of me. Right. I'm in LA and like, that's just what's there. I dated yeah. a lot of producers. I, I date like, I date who I want to. I don't know. Right. No, that's fine. That's, I don't uh, date people that ask me out though. That's, Wait, you do the asking out? Oh, yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, don't, I literally get so creeped out if someone asks me out. I don't really? even know how to handle it, and I just <laughs> wow. shut it down. Wow. I don't know. I can't handle it. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I always, it's always me. It's always me, like, meeting someone and then, like, through a friend of a friend being like, hey, what's that person's deal? And then we'll, like, connect okay. somehow on social media or something. Right. You know, but, yeah, if someone, like, just, like, straight up, like, hey, you're cute, like, ask me out, like, be hell like, no. Be like, wow. <laughs> Like, cause, cause the right people aren't going to do that. Yeah. I guess, I guess you could say that. But yeah, I guess, I'm always yeah. the one I've asked literally every guy out that I've ever dated. Really? Yeah. Wow. 
We know what, what, you know what, that should, you know, I wish girls would do that more or so. I mean, not, I mean, not that I'm saying, but I, I wow, Carlos. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, it's always interesting because I always go, like, you know, with other friends, like, most of my friends are married or they have relationships. And I always go, yeah. And I always go, like, <laughs> like, it, but it's so, like, just basic, like, you know, the following thing where the guy asks out, you know, the whole thing. And yeah. I always go, like, it's kind of refreshing. I'm like, oh, okay. There's, there's, girls you know and women that actually do yeah that's a guy out you know because i've i've never been that <laughs> you know yeah but i i but it's very uh it's yeah it's it's very rare i, I mean because i'm from la and you know but i know a lot of people that are not from la or a lot of people like in the hollywood scene and the whole thing and mm-hmm. there's a lot of like you know douchebags and the whole thing so of course, really tell me about these douchebags i haven't know? met all of them already right. uh, who's the, what's the worst date that you could imagine that you asked a guy or whatever like a, a douchebag or something did you ever date like a douchebag or oh my god i've dated a lot of douchebags really what's the what's like one thing like the that you're just like oh my god uh, i dated a guy oh, i don't know i don't know which what would be a good thing to say oh i dated so many Douchebags. I dated a guy that had a threesome with me and an escort and then broke up with me like the next day. What? what? Uh, I oh, dated. Come on. It's ridiculous. Am I the crazy one? <laughs> I dated a guy that was ended uh-huh. up being married. Whoa, uh, really? I, I mean, I dated a lot of really douchey wow. guys. I dated a guy. I mean, I dated a guy that abused, like literally physically abused. I mean, I just... The whole thing. Yeah. You've gone oh, through the whole thing. I am an after school special. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty. Did you ever date a guy that came out like was gay? I didn't. No. Oh, okay. That's oh, all right. I, did, I never did that. Although my best friend from high school was like, he, we were, you know, in high school when you like live in a closed minded town, you kind of like pick the guy you think's gay and everyone made fun of him, even though right. he never came out and he denied it. Uh-huh. Like I was his best friend. So I loved him, but I was pretty sure he was gay too, but I didn't right. really say anything. And we lived together after college, the year after college. And he still hadn't come out. Like he had no sexuality. And we made this pact that we would like lose our virginity to each other. Right? <laughs> oh. And I was just like, we, I was just like, Are you, okay, yeah, I'm good. I'm game. And he was like, yeah, me too. And uh-huh. like that. Yeah. And then late, we never did it because he was, I mean, he, he was, was gay, gay and then he came out later and was like, wow. yeah, I was gay the whole time. And we're wow. like, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> Which is terrible. I don't support that because like, we were basing it on like affectations and stuff. Right. But like, sometimes I was his best friend. Like I knew, and I, cause I knew the pain of him hiding it, yeah. having him be asexual. Right. But yeah. So I, no, I've never like, had someone be like, oh, I like dudes. Although I've slept with, actually that's not true. I, my, I slept with someone, my friends, my roommate's friend. And then like I was, buying drugs from a drug dealer and we were talking about the shared mutual friend and he was like it was a male drug dealer and he was like oh i slept with that person too <laughs> so i slept with a man who slept Such with a, a man yeah. and we had a sexual partner in common and i met him and then was like and it wasn't it didn't bother me i mean it, really? people can it's like an whatever. episode of people, can do, what, people can do whatever they want to yeah but Wow. Yeah. You're like, you know, you're, you're, you should do a movie. <laughs> it's like a movie or like a TV show or something. I'm like, wow. I'm like, you should get, you know what? You should get, you sh- I think you should get a reality show. Oh God. Just talk about it. Jorge, set it up. Okay. Jorge, please. <laughs> wow. Well, well, you know what? Speaking of the movie. Yeah. I mean, cause we, this is what this uh, show's yeah. about, but you know, I could talk to you for hours. Oh my God. Oh, my God. It's like, I, 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 like when she talked about the threes, I'm like, wait, what? Fuck the movies. I'm like, what? But you know what? No, but you know what? Let's, uh, let's get down. I'll call the segment Down the Pike. Down 
down the pike. You know, it's like going down because you know you you. you I mean, you write so mm-hmm. and you do the whole thing, you know. And you, you, wh- what's like one of your movies? Like, what's your you, you like Woody Allen? Is that like one of those things? Or? I do like Woody Allen. Uh-huh. I like uh, Charlie Kaufman. My favorite okay. movie is Schenectady, New York. Uh-huh. Uh, like. And, but I mean, it's it's very. Um, I mean, I, I guess what we call those type of movies, I guess in a way. But like, I mean, yeah, like the like comedy, you know. But they have some type of elements of drama yeah, yeah, as well, yeah. you know, which is fun, you know. Yeah. I, I always like that. Um, but you know, for me, yeah, I you know when I see a movie or something, you know, because my my favorite part, you know, going to see a movie is the trailer sometimes because yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like, wow, like that's pretty awful like it is, G- yeah. like like or, or something or see like gi joe i'm always something. i always sit next to the person i'm with and i always uh-huh. have that that unspoken like we'll look at each other and be like yeah or yeah. like no like we'll all, <laughs> yeah like, you always have to have a i'll do the thumbs up or thumbs down yeah, and like yeah, what yeah. the fuck is that you know but uh, i mean and i i picked two movies um uh i don't know if you've seen them or not um, i i wa- you sent me an email so i, I right. watched the trailers okay I went to work. Right. oh wow i All watched right. them already so you know and the thing is i was gonna do you know because I, I, I the lego movie i was gonna do but i'm like no you know what i actually like that i'm gonna see the lego movie yeah let's not make i'm gonna actually see that with the kids i'm gonna take the kids oh, perfect. Okay. let's not make fun of that no i'm not gonna make fun of that i, I was i gonna... own stock in lego oh really okay no, oh. i don't own stock <laughs> you know it's sponsored by the show sponsored by lego <laughs> yeah <That's why. laughs> And uh, I was going to do Monuments, The Monuments Men. Uh, I don't which, know what that is. It's a new, the new George Clooney movie. Oh. Well, we can't make fun of George uh, Clooney. Uh, well, I was going to do a... You know, it's funny. It's about a... It's basically a World War II, another World War II movie. You know? well, I like war movies. That's like my happy place is watching war movies. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm serious. Uh, it cheers me up. I'm not even kidding. You should sure? try it. Okay. Like, well, watch which, The Thin which, Red Line. Oh, I haven't seen that. No. Thin Red Line, Jarhead. F- Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. Yes! Really? Full Metal Jacket ah. until I get to the weird part. And then we're like... Oh, what the, the whole thing? Uh, my, the, the, my, the first part. like the yeah, funny my, yeah, my favorite part of Full Metal Jacket is, of course, the guy, the uh, the drill sergeant. You know, yeah, and, that's the best. Ho Chi Minh is the son of a bitch. That's yeah. a good. It's good. Uh, and him singing Happy Birthday to Jesus on Christmas yeah. Day. And it's like so fucking, fucking weird world. But it's basically like... like that movie is basically about a bunch of like... They're trying to save the art from the Nazis. And I remember seeing the trailer and being like, what about the Jews? No one's saving the Jews on this? They already made so many movies about the Holocaust. Yeah, that's true. That's it. That is true. And then the other movie I was going to do was Robocop, but, you know, I don't know if you were into Robocop. I'm, he, I'm, not, I'm not into any of those, like, dude type things. Like, I, <laughs> really? Like, no. Well, he does. It's funny. Die Hard, Robocop, really? Top Gun. I've never seen, like, any of that stuff. Wow. I've never even seen a James Bond movie. Really? Yeah. Oh, who was going to, I mean, who, why would I, why? Who would have told <laughs> me to guys. do that? I was raised by there. a single mom. Who would have, like, <laughs> thought that was a good idea? Although my wow. mom was a cop, and we did watch, like, oh, really? weird FBI movies. But. Wow. Like, uh, oh, okay. like, Silence of the Lambs, I would imagine, right? I, I did see that as a okay. kid. Okay, all right, but yeah, it's I don't know. I was gonna do, I was gonna see RoboCop, and he just looks like Daft Punk. And it just looks weird. I don't know, but we're, you know what? We're gonna do we're gonna do the R two movies. It's Vampire Academy. Yes. Did you actually like this? <laughs> <laughs> or, was, or did you just go like, "What the fuck is going on here"? It was entertaining. Yeah. I mean, I have my. It was entertaining. Right. Uh, you know, it's funny because I, I saw this soup last night, and uh, they had this whole thing where. Um, uh, they were they were talking because it's coming out um, on the seventh uh, right here. No, they yeah. come out Valentine's Day. Oh, I specifically Day? saw it... that both movies were possibilities <laughs> for my Valentine's <laughs> wow, Day date. Wow! All right, they come out on Valentine's Day, uh, okay. Friday the fourteenth or whatever. Uh, any special plans for Valentine's Day? I might have a Valentine. I'm not sure. I've been on like three dates with this one guy. Like, um, 
And by Valentine's Day, who knows? I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Is, okay. My is the guy up. married? No. Is he gay? <laughs> no. Is he gay married guy? No. Who's a serial killer? No. Damn. All right. That's the same. Yeah, I think I he's know. a good guy. All right, just checking. Just checking. But and then we have one of the actresses of Vampire Academy. Explain what Vampire Academy is all about. Oh, they right? probably are really good at explaining that. I okay. Bet. Well, let's see. Let's see what she says right here. Okay. Well, the film I have coming out February 7th is Vampire Academy. Vampire Academy is a narrative account of the trials and tribulations of contemporary high school life uh-huh. through the eyes of vampires <laughs> and how difficult it can be to integrate oneself uh-huh. into a learning environment uh-huh. in which there are mm-hmm. sort of a multitude of okay. demographic groups all sort of struggling for acceptance. Right. Oh, please. Well, yeah, no. Oh, please. Don't make it about like, oh my God, make it about one or the other. Yeah, I, I, I saw this thing and I'm like, was that like, was she a beauty queen or something like that was like the most oh my god no it's either about vampires and killing them or it's about the trials and tribulations of high school and assimilating and (laughs) don't make it about like brown versus the board of education it's fucking vampires and it's made up oh my god yeah i just thought i just heard that and i'm like that and that's she's one of the actresses but let's play the um let's let's i don't even know what let's let's play this trailer right here okay here Everyone can hear this, right? Yeah. Okay, it's important. I wish they could see it. Uh, well, they'll see it. They'll, they'll get a kick okay, out of guys. it. Uh, you know, crickets. When was the last time you ate? Are you sure about this? Bon appetit. <laughs> Are we supposed to let them listen to it? Yeah. And then talk? Well, no, no, we could talk about it. Thanks. I'll save it for after. No friends for I should probably point out that my best friend, Lissa Dragomir, is a royal member of an ancient race. And yeah, like most creatures with fangs, they live off blood. My name is Rose Hathaway, and I've been sworn to protect the royal bloodline with my life. Who's protecting her, though? Rose Hathaway is wild, dangerous, and subordinate. Right here, folks. Right here. I heard you were good at taking on two guys at once. And this... This is Vampire Academy. Oh, it's not a very secretive name for a school. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, they just put it all out there. Yeah. God, I hate high school. They come up with like a saint name or something. Or... Should know by now with us, weird doesn't begin to cover it. Oh my God. <laughs> Vampires are attacking the Vampire Academy. I don't know That's what's basically. Tonight. At this point, I can't remember who loves us and who hates us. Let's make tonight our bitch. Wow. Wow, there we go. There's a bigger threat still out there. Let's just keep our heads down and stay under the radar. How's that under the radar plan working out, Highness? Not so much. She's carrying a cat. That's very... Okay. You nuts, what are you thinking? Oh, that's the girl from Modern Family. Not have to get a nose job Is that Montana. her? Especially one who lives off of blood and magic is going to have her mood swings. Oh boy. Everyone saw that I tried to take the high road. Sort of. Vampire Academy. Wow. And, and directed by Daniel. Oh, m- by Mark Waters. Didn't he direct Mean Girls? Yeah. And Daniel Waters wrote it, his brother, who wrote Heather's. Oh, wow. So yeah. they're like mean girls if they were like really mean to the point where they had like fangs, fangs and right. could, eat, could eat you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, that was that is uh, good for yeah. It's it's like why name it Vampire Academy if you're trying to hide. Mean girls with fangs. Yeah. Well, 
it's yeah, that's a weird thing to name the school Vampire yeah. Academy. Like, is that because li- it looked like it existed in a world where there was like other people, so right? Like, might, like, there's neighbors, yeah, or people like, like, What's might, that? like, wow, oh, that's, that's a Vampire, vampire Academy. That's, <laughs> and why would you let your daughter go? She was the only like mortal, at yeah, that's what I'm saying. Academy? I'm like, Who's protecting her? I would be yeah. nervous if I don't know vampire, like, I would just be nervous because I would just be like, Yeah, they're gonna kill me, probably. Are people supposed to be is this like supposed to be taken completely seriously? Yeah, this is based off like this, uh, uh like a uh, young adult kind of book or something like that. It's like Call, a book, okay. yeah, called Vampire Academy. So it's basically like almost like a Twilight, like, I don't know if they have it at the same time, but it's basically like. Twilight did successfully well. Let's do this okay. uh, movie. Mm, but yeah, I, 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 I don't I, I just saw the movie and I'm just like, okay, it's. Another... I mean, I can relate to it because like I was pretty pale in high school and I had a blood transfusion <laughs> once. Do people think you're a vampire? No. I mean, people did. They made fun of me. I was so pale and I, well, I, they didn't. Yeah. Like I was really pale and skinny and white and they called me. Oh no. Yeah. Vampira or something yeah. like that. Oh so. no. Oh, I'll sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'll oh, be fine. God, gosh, I, I, I feel better now. You know? It's okay. I'll be okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll figure it out. It's fine. Are you sure? Yeah. Sure. Oh, God, <laughs> I can't do. It. You know, this box of Kleenex right there. So know. she said it. She said it came out February seventh. I think she's mistaken. All right. Well, we'll but, see. I think it's. I think it's the seventh. You think it's the fourth? I don't know. That was a different trailer than the one I watched at home. Okay. There's two trailers because I I typed. I started typing. I typed Vampire Academy, and before I could finish it, it just typed it. Like auto did yeah. official trailer, and I was like, "Whoa, now!" <laughs> like, does the, I, the, there's an official trailer. Like, yeah. Okay, I was worried I'd find the wrong trailer for Vampire Academy, and it gave me the official one, and I watched it. Wow. Are you going to see this movie? Or? If if my bosses ask me to take the kids to Annie for, which they probably won't, they probably do. I don't so know. So no, I'm not. You're I'm not probably gonna not going to see this movie. Although I mean, I have terrible taste in my own personal private life. Like when people don't know what I'm doing. So like mm. I will like I've seen like the amount of Gossip Girl you think I've seen. Like multiply it by like 15, and then that's how much Gossip Girl I've watched. Like I watch. Wow. I make bad decisions in my secret private life. Really? So I will probably if this is on like Netflix. Then you might check like it I'm out. gonna watch okay, it. All right, just check in, you know. Like I'll watch a walk to remember, you know. Like, <laughs> really? Oh well, yeah, like. So, well, you are hopeless romantic, right? Yeah, yeah. I. Oh yeah, I watched like four romantic comedies this weekend alone. R- which I watched ones? Take this waltz, oh, which is a so. good one. Uh-huh. Um, I watched Blue Valentine. Oh, uh, I saw that. Instead yeah. of watching the Super Bowl. <laughs> really? Well, That's you know, why I'm being treated for a mood disorder because I watched Blue Valentine instead of watching the Super Bowl. But, but did you see? But the Super Bowl wasn't it was terrible. Really, yeah, it was terrible. But, I, you know what? I was about to see Blue Valentine. You know, Morpheus. You know, which which I saw. You know, it's, I saw it in the theater because I had a I had a roommate after college that was like a med student and she was, we'd go to weekly movies and she'd pick them and she'd tell me like what she thinks it was about and right. she'd like be like, you want So she prefaced it. Do you want to see this like romantic comedy? Uh huh. It's like the saddest Sad, movie in the history yeah. of the world. Like the last scene is like a man being like ripped away from his child right. because he like couldn't work his marriage out because he's a fat drunk. And I watched it of my own volition. That that yeah, I don't know. Whatever spoiler alert, whoever's listening. But there's that moment where <laughs> fuck it, where there's that moment where he's like going to her work. And oh my know, god! Oh, and I was like, it's oh, so sad. But god. I will watch any movie with what's what's that guy's name? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. Like I. It's Michelle Williams is my favorite actress, and I'm not even embarrassed to say that anymore. She's been in so many good things that I think we're past like the Dawson's Creek kind of. She's a good actress. Well, she she had her. Uh, well, I don't know if they were married or still together. It's not Heath Ledger. Yeah, because you know they, they were have together. a kid together. Yeah, they but, have a kid. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. Let's well, 
I mean, no, I mean, I remember Dawson's Creek. Like, I remember, like, when I first came out, I was like, well, wow, this. And then it was, <laughs> what's the other girl? The, the jo- Tom oh, Cruise. Yeah, uh, Kate, Kate, Katie, Katie Holmes. Holmes. Katie Holmes, yeah. And I remember, She's not a good actress. No. Oh, remember, she was in, like, Batman, right? Yeah, the first one. Oh. That's what. Yeah, they, <laughs> she wasn't good enough to be in a <laughs> She wasn't in The Dark Knight. <laughs> no. That was Maggie. Uh, yeah, Heath Ledger was like, no, fuck that. But, uh, yeah, Vampire Academy. Guys, two know? thumbs up. Two thumbs up, right? If I had ten thumbs and I was only choosing to use two, <laughs> wow! Yeah, be all imagine It's like an alien. It's like if I had, you know, let's get the alien was like a film credit, you know, yeah. just having to land in Earth and be like, that- he gave it twenty thumbs up. I don't understand <laughs> it's like, what's what? happening. It's like wow. Okay, all right, must be good. Lego movie. Fuck it, let's do it. Um, and, but it's, I just find it weird that it's like you know the guys who did like Heather's and Mean Girls. I'm like, it's basically on the same version of like but just supernatural, I guess. Yeah. Well, did you see This Is 40? It was terrible. It was like uh, super, it was like I didn't want to see it, yeah. Because I guess it's like, it's not really a sequel, but I guess it's the same. It wasn't a sequel just because it was actually just the same movie. Like it was <laughs> right, literally right. Oh, the great. same script. Like oh, it boy. was like two days later, we and wrote it, the almost same movie where things are different, like a little bit, but not really. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, Judd. So yeah, you know what? And I, Sorry, Judd. I, I have as a, if Judd knows me, right? <laughs> he might, he might. Sorry, Judd. Uh, he did like your, you know, your stand-up. I tell you that much. You know, <laughs> he loves, he know, he loves dead boyfriend or dead girlfriend stuff too. Yeah, you know. But uh, I didn't. I have a problem with Knocked Up too. Like I saw that. I recently. love that movie. I don't know. So good. I, I, I the only problem I have with that is that. Um, I mean, it's it's almost like they should have taken it to Maury in a way. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, it's the whole thing where it's like he just was with the girl and they're having the baby. And I, I don't know. I I want to say for me, but I'm just saying like most guys, especially if they're like, you know, stoner guys would have been like, fuck this. Like, that's not my baby, I think, you know? You know yeah, like, but he was the one guy that did. I mean, it's a I unique story. They picked the one guy that did. Yeah. I mean, he wrote it. It's a fiction. I mean, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't about. know. They should. Maury Povich should have had an appearance in that fucking movie. That's all I'm saying right here. But let's go. Let's go on to the next one. Um, Yay! Which is a nurse. Nurse 3D. 3D. This is a 3D is, movie. It, but is it a 3D movie? It's a. Th- it's. I don't know. It says the title <laughs> says Nurse 3D. And yet I see no <laughs> technology that proves like, yeah, that it I feel is like a three D. The title. Yeah. I've never been to a three D movie. Really? I've never gotten the glasses. I've never done a three D movie. I wear glasses and sometimes it's annoying, but and it doesn't you know, to be honest with you, it's it's really a fucking ripoff, I think, you yeah. know. It it does really nothing to me. Can you like, see a three D movie and just be like, Nope, I'm good, I don't need the glasses, I'm just gonna go in. No, and, and you, is it weird? No, and it's weird because you have oh. like the colors are all fucked up, so it would just be annoying. You One just... time I saw a four D movie. I'm not even kidding. Is that I was Shrek? at Madame Tussauds Wax Museum in uh, New York City and they have like a four D What is four D four dimensional. There's like smells. Oh, okay. It was the Wizard of Oz. It was like a scene and they made it 4D. Like bubbles came out at you and there was like a smell of like... You smelled a dog? Like Toto? No, it was like... It, no, it, I don't know. I forget what the smell was, but it was like a good smell. They didn't make it like a gross smell. But it was the, it was a 4D movie. Wow. So that's, that's the future, guys. That's the future. That's the fucking future. <laughs> the smell and, I'm gonna and go bubbles. I'm going to die now. Like what's happening? Wow. 
I don't, you know, I, um, there used to be a thing called Smell-O-Vision, I remember, um, back in the day. <laughs> you sure that wasn't just something people said? No, no, no. It was like a real thing and people would watch a movie and they would get cards. Oh Lord. So when it said like a thing, like someone was baking up apple pie or something, yeah. you would scratch it and smell <laughs> And if somebody was like, like if there was dog shit or whatever it is, hmm. there was actually a smell for that. Interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm sure that was really popular. We see that that caught uh, yeah, on. Yeah, that I do caught. that all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so did you get your card? No, I got to go back. <laughs> Fuck, they didn't give me a card. Fuck, oh man. But yeah, this one is Nurse 3D. I'm excited. And uh, has a Paz de la Huerta. I don't right? know what that is. Yeah, she's it the does actress. Have, yeah. She's the uh, She's know. in Boardwalk Empire. Okay, I don't see that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I don't know. I'm afraid to because it's so she's good. She's very, she's a very attractive. She's strong, she, powerful Latin woman. Latin, okay. All right, Jorge, calm down. Okay. <laughs> she got it just right. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Let's play, let's play Nurse 3D. Uh, th- 3D. It. 3D. Nurse 3D. Three, nurse 3D. Wow. They're at a nurse academy. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. Today, yeah, I'm like, I've never seen that. The elite fraternity of healers known as <laughs> They're the like, nurses it's very attractive, too. Very. It's, a, it's a weird futuristic nurse academy yeah. where it's like sexist because it's all nurses, yeah. but they're also <laughs> slutty. We are so right. lucky to have They're you. wearing the, the nurse you Outfit. wear on <laughs> Halloween, like right. the kind <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. Want to meet up later tonight? Just us girls. I already saw a bra. That's right. all I'm saying. Right. I think there's gonna be. Uh, she got the cinnamon vodka. Uh. Where am I? In my apartment. Especially, she just got raped. By Did him. I ever call that, Steve back? That's what. Don't worry. I texted him from your phone. As you. <laughs> Okay. Spend the day with me. She's Abby, got that I have to go. dumb baby sexy voice. Right. I'm a sexy Danny, baby. That's good. Since when did you guys become close? We're not. She thinks we are. You know, you look really familiar. You look like my next door neighbor, Sarah. They put her in Sunnyview Institute when she was just a kid. Uh-oh. Hello? Is someone in here? They, they tagged it as an erotic thriller. Yeah. <laughs> I see the ero- erotic. See I don't... Valentine's Day. One of our young nurses had some troubling things to Jud- say. Oh, wow. Well, Breakfast Club. Judd Hurt. Not Judd Hurt. Uh, Judd Nelson. a little tough on the new girls. There's a lot of sex and a lot of blood. I like to keep those two things separate. Yeah. Generally. Really? Right? Sex and blood? Hello, sweet right. thing. Okay. Sure. It could work. I just saw Felatio. That's what I do. My schedule's been murder. Oh my god, I'm using that line. Someone asked me how I've been, and I say my schedule's been murder. And really, it's because I've been murdering people. That's so clutch. I'm doing that. You got, First, you, I have to start murdering people. Yeah, but you might might have to might have to start doing that. I say, I don't know, I don't know. Who the fuck is that marketed to, men? <laughs> I, I I feel like this, I don't know a single woman I know that I, has any sense of. I, I'm a guy, and I would be like. If I was in the theater, I would be like, I would walk out. I'd be like, what the fuck is this? Like, I feel like I'm in a fucking old school porn movie. It's, kinda, <laughs> like, it's like campy, but it's like, yeah. you don't know if it's 
I feel, I feel like a pervert just watching the trailer. Are we supposed to take that seriously? No, I, I mean, don't think so. I don't think so. Who is this? Like a famous person that like wrote this or directed this? No, that's the thing. And you know, How I, I saw this get made. I, I looked it up, and it was made in like 2012. And it's 2014, <laughs> right? Well, that happens. I mean, that happens. Yeah, I guess. But I'm just thinking, like, I, I just figured that they, they, like, they probably ran it through, and everybody said no, and finally, like, Lionsgate's like, all right, why not? At the end of the of the trailer, it uh -huh. says like, you know how it says like the date. Yeah. For the date, it said when I was watching it at home, it said on call, and <laughs> I, I know it was like a play on nurses because right. nurses are on call. But I literally was like, "Oh, is this movie so bad that if you want to see it, you have you to have like to ask them to put it out right. for you? Like so. you have to be like, <laughs> if, if you enough people want it, we'll try to put it out." Like I was like, "What?" But then I was like, "No, that'd be stupid, and I'm a bitch." I no, I think you might be right. <laughs> I, I think you might be right there. I'm just saying. I don't know. I just that would be awesome. It's like if some people like somebody in Ohio or something like that. And they're like, I, you know, I actually do want to see this movie. Yeah, um, I'm probably not going to see that. No, that movie. I wouldn't see that if it was free. Really, I don't know. I I, I have no appeal to see that movie, even though there's a lot of like. Well, it will girls. once it's on Netflix. It will be free because I my favorite Netflix category is recently watched by Nina. It's my mom's because I use my mom's Netflix. So uh -huh. It like reminds me that I'm like mooching off of a seven ninety nine <laughs> subscription, and then I, I can't like, just fucking buy my own Netflix. No, no, that's fine. I was like, who's Dina? I'm like, wow, my mom. So Netflix is free for me oh, until okay. she decides. She's slowly trying to wean me off of everything. That's, really? There's two things: the cell phone. I give her money for it. Like I mail her eighty bucks. Uh huh. Because we have a family plan, so like uh, she's on right. it for like. She pays like the big thing. I pay eighty for my iPhone. My like my grandmother pays like ten, and so I mail her that check every month. And occasionally she has to be like, "You forgot your check," and then I'm like, "Oh," and then like it's I try to weasel out of the eighty bucks, like because <laughs> right. I'm I'm that I guess I'm that cheap. But um yeah, and she pays for she uses a Netflix and like I have the password and okay. I use her Amazon Prime like just for the free shipping because we share a password. Oh really. Yeah, Did, I'm, it's, I feel like that's okay because she didn't pay for my fucking college, and um, <laughs> well, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like she was a good mom, but like I'm not like she was a single mom. Like I literally like started working when I was like 13, so wow. I don't feel even that in your bad. condition. Even in your condition, I did. What were you doing? Well, my first job <laughs> like, was I wore like a, a maid's uniform, and I served dinner. I served <laughs> dinner to the priests and the bishop at the cathedral rectory. It was a Catholic thing. Oh, shit must have gone down there, right? Uh, not with me. I, no, I mean, I'm not going to make I'm not going to make a hacky joke about how I have right. a vagina and therefore I'm not wanted by priests. But I mean, no, I mean, it was normal. It was like a normal situation. Okay. I just I just you just had to dress up as a maid. Well, I wore a maid's uniform. It right. wasn't like a French maid. I mean, it was a large <laughs> like, like it was a large or something. No, it was a large black and white, oh, but it was okay. a maid's uniform and right. I wore it and I served their dinner. Like I brought it out to them and I poured their wine and I like cleared their place. And then eventually I worked my way up to like cooking them lunches and stuff. Okay. And I got paid like ten dollars a night. A night. Okay. I for thought like it was two, like an hour. For like two to three hours of work. I was like thirteen. This was in like That's okay. This was in like nineteen ninety nine. You know. No, but that, that, that I'm pretty sure you would, you know, and use it and hang out with your friends and all that, or no? What? The 10, 10 bucks? I don't know. I got a savings account. I got a passbook savings account, and I <laughs> wow. started saving my money. Nice. I had okay. a lot of I Yeah, I mean, I always had to have my own money. All right. All right. Okay. And then, uh, and so, all right. I mean, I was just trying to say, I'm like... I mean, because, I mean, you're religious, so I would imagine... Were you going to be a nun? At I the was. Time? Really? Yeah. 
I wanted to be a nun or a missionary. I wasn't sure which one, but until college, I definitely wanted to be a nun. What changed it though? Like what, what, what was something where you just saw like, I was really religious freshman year. I went to like mass every day, Uh like was super into it. And then like, I went to a a Jesuit liberal arts school and then instead of being super religious, they were like more liberal and they were like more focused on social work, like service work and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was really ahead in credit. So sophomore year, right after Hurricane Katrina, I took time off and I went to Louisiana after Hurricane Katrina and I lived there and I gutted houses. Oh, wow. And it like just totally changed my perspective on like religion and what like you needed to have to be a good person and what like actually would matter in the world. Mm -hmm. And instead of being like super religious, I just became super liberal and super social justice oriented. Uh And then I like never went back. Like I just became that like flaming feministy liberal (laughs) that was like, Uh everything's wrong with America. And then I just became a staunch atheist. Wow. And I never looked back. It's, you know what? I'm pretty sure you're not alone. I'm pretty sure that it does happen. Happens too. a lot. Yeah. Cause I was, I'm, a lot. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know anyone that believes in God in Los Angeles, yeah. especially among the writers and the comedians. Right. I, you know, my, like my parents are really, I mean, cause I mean, I'm Latino and I the, like my parents are very, like mostly my mom, my dad wasn't really wasn't uh, religious. It was mostly my mom. And, and she has that whole thing where it's like the Catholic guilt and all that. And I remember, yeah. and I remember, you know, like even earlier, I think I was, I was very religious, but then after a while, I just like, I just gave up. I'm like, I was, I was, until yeah. I was like a full adult. I did the wow. whole thing. I did the youth group. I was really, I spoke in tongues. Like I was like really into like the whole thing. This, yeah. Cause it wasn't even my mom. She put, brought us to Catholic school cause we lived in a shitty town and you had uh-huh. to go to Catholic school to have right. a good education. She wasn't even Catholic. Like she was raised Lutheran and stuff. And she had no pressure. It was the school. Like we were there right. all the time in the school. And if you wanted to have friends, the pressure was to like belong to youth group and like, right. you know, just put a chastity ring on. And like, I, I bought into the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. You know, I, I was, I was kind of there in a way too, because I think like my, I was kind of religious. I mean, I would say I would go to my mom with my mom to church and all that. Yeah. But then after a while, I think, I think when I got a job, I think I was just like, and hanging out with friends, I'm like, oh, sorry, mom, yeah. I gotta, you know, I want to hang out, I want to, you know, live my my youth and everything, and then, yeah, and I, I like, I still don't go. Like, I, I think my mom would always get like, it's Christmas Day, let's go to church, and I would be like, no, I don't want to yeah. go, you know. And I think it was one of those things where I'm just like, I just, I, I, I'm not into it. I don't buy it. I'm not into yeah. that whole thing. So, and then I saw. Uh, this documentary on HBO about religious, like, yeah, or no, the, no, no, the not religious. No, okay. no, no. It was another one. It, it's, it's, it, it's. I forgot how do you pronounce it because it's in Latin. Okay. But it was basically how the whole like, uh, like what started the whole thing crusade against the the, mm-hmm. the Catholic Church on on like you know the the, the abuse on on boys mm-hmm. and children and everything. And it was started basically by uh, these uh, uh, deaf uh, these guys who were deaf that they were in like in a church or they were in a the school or something and they were deaf, you know, and they were taken advantage by a priest that, you know, uh, and when they grew up and everything, they decided to confront that priest, yeah. you know, and they, they like, when they would go to church, they would go out and with signs saying that that guy is a pedophile, you know, so-and-so, and it's just sparked this whole thing, you know, and it was one of those things where it went down and it spread out and it, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, when people are donating money and all that stuff, like at church, I'm like, yeah, then you're donating, you know, money to, yeah. you know, against the the lawyers, you know, to, you know, and that they didn't do anything to protect the kids and they never even called them victims. And 
And there was like a, a moment too where they were going to, the Catholic Church was going to buy an island in the Caribbean and um, put, you know, the guys who had been in trouble, you know, you know, yeah. a pedophilia and put them on this island, you know, okay. like as almost like, not like a, I guess like a jail, but like a Catholic, you know, church jail or something. And it was like, yeah, like what? The, no, like put I them ne- in jail. Yeah, like, you know I never I mean? got into like the Catholic church scandal because yeah. I was like already not religious. So I didn't, right. I wasn't, I'm not one of those people that wants to like argue about atheism. So I like yeah. never said anything bad about the church. My o- overarching opinion is just that like, organized religion has done more harm in the history of the world oh, yeah. than good. Yeah. And that's just where I leave it at. And I literally right. don't talk about religion yeah. with like anyone. So right. it works out. No, <laughs> yeah. It was just, uh, and uh, I was sick telling my mom this and, and or, like, I was going to tell my mom about this. Story, and right when they did it, they voted for the, the, the new Pope, the new Pope. Yeah. yeah. And he's from Argentina, which is where my parents are from. Oh God. <laughs> so of course, okay, well, there like, you go. And I was just like, you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to oh, get into it. I was like, a, I like worshiped John, like uh-huh. John Paul. Yeah. Like my, mo- like my mom, like my mom, has like a photo of him like in the you know with, you know in the house. Oh, I and cried the day yeah. he died. April really? Of my wow. freshman year, I cried. Yeah. Wow, that's that's it's uh, fucked up. But <laughs> some people might think it's endearing. I don't know. Well, okay. Well, you know what? Oh man, I, yeah, I could talk to you for hours. You know? Oh, that's sweet. Thank I, you. Fuck these movies, right? All right. You know, <laughs> next time, I'm not gonna even do a movie. <laughs> fuck, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna get like because there's another person, uh, another uh, guest that I had, and I was like, oh, you know what? I don't even want to even talk about these movies. Yeah. We're like, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have a round table discussion, <laughs> and we're gonna hash it out. You know what I mean? You know how we're gonna do it, right, Jorge? You know, and um, but yeah, you know, um, where can we find you now? I mean, because uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter. My mm-hmm. handle is smickable. S m i c k a b l e. Where you can smickable, or you can just uh, iTunes my podcast. It's just called Too Soon. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun guy. I was very, uh, yeah, I, I'm lucky of... enough to get some pretty good guests. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's going on. So that's, those are the two public things I'm doing. The rest is just writing just and writing. stuff. Yeah. And then, and then like, I mean, cause eventually, I mean, I'm, I'm, I just no doubt I'm pretty sure you're going to be get, getting a lot of work, you know? Um, that's very, very cool. kind. I hope yeah. so. I mean, I'm going to put in my years and years and years of work yeah. and hopefully one day I'll get because you're very young. I mean, you know, I would, yeah. uh, you know, and uh, well, you know, the thing is that I admire you and I wish I would have had the guts, you know, even younger, but you know, it's one of those things where, uh, but I, I always feel like, like, I think now it's even better now for some, you know, comedians, you know, they could have podcasts, they could go on YouTube, you know, yeah. it's not like shooting for sat live and fucking, you know, hopefully that's going to do it, you know, or just, or making one scene. I think there's a lot more opportunities now. And I think it's like, um, I, you know what? Uh, do your own thing, okay? Thank you. Stick I, to your guns, right? <laughs> Don't shoot anybody. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and tell me about those days. I mean, you are these guys. I gotta, <laughs> you should. That, that should be another podcast, like uh, on not, dating. Uh, no. Oh mm. my god. Well, all right. Well, you know what? Thank uh, thanks you. For, thanks for coming to the show. Thank you so much. No problem. And Jorge, thanks. You. Thank you again. Is there anything you wanna? Uh, uh, Blacknoiseaudio.com. Yes, you know what you're. You're my go-to. You know what uh, you're. You're always. You're always great. Um, he always fills in. You know, because my uh, my best friend always records. You know, but, yeah. uh, but Jorge always sticks there. You know. Thanks, Corey. Uh, I'm gonna take my cat for not bugging us. You, know? <laughs> you have a very large cat. Yeah, it's huge. Like a huge yeah. cat. Is like, it a Maine Coon cat? I have no it's huge. clue. It's a huge. Cat. I I don't know. He uh, he was a kitten. He was he was two pounds when I got him. Well, he's <laughs> he not two up. pounds no. anymore, Mister. No. 
And uh, uh, you know, and um, and since you know we were talking about um, addiction and everything, uh, uh, I was sad as you know that Philip Seymour Hoffman, uh, really sad. yeah, that passed away, yeah. uh, and everything. And uh, you know, and this is oh, this is right here is my favorite clip of him. I know he's done a lot of drama, a lot yeah. of lot of stuff, uh, um, and everything that's what we know. But he was great. I think he did a great in comedy too. So mm-hmm. this, I always like this uh, clip. I'm going to end the show right here. So please, everybody, come to your senses, and let's end this with this right here. I am so sorry for the delay, folks, but one of our senior analysts, Ruben Pfeffer, had his spleen from, from the movie Along King a few moments ago. And, uh, That's not good. Is he going to be all right? Oh, God willing, Leland. But anyway, be that as it may, we have uh, Mr. Pfeffer's associate here, Mr. Sanford Lyle, who's been briefed on the case and will present Ruben's recommendations. Thank you, Stanley. complex case um let me see here yeah on the plus side uh leland's blood pressure is pretty solid and he's uh <laughs> at a decent weight and he looks pretty damn healthy right i mean he's a sexy guy right and he is sexually active in the community all right, there we go. All right, well, thanks, everybody, and please come to your senses. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.